Hello everyone and welcome to the third Farming Simulator podcast. I'm Lars Malcherik or Lizardan and with me is again Chucky. Say hello. Hello everybody. And Eleni. Hello everybody. Nice. We are three now and we will continue at three. Yeah, I mean so, three people and three po third podcast. Yeah. And for those of you who listen to the podcast just uh, now that it came out, happy Easter. For those of you who listen later, well, I hope you had a great Easter. Yeah, happy Basically. Easter. Yeah, because this one is coming out on, uh, I think it's Good Friday in English, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Should be in the UK and Ireland at least. Yeah, I don't know. Is it Good Friday in the US, Eleni? Um, that's a good question. I think it is. Okay. In Germany, it's called K-Freitag, which means K-Friday. No, it's spelled differently, but... K-Friday. It sounds like... It's sounds pretty like, okay Friday. Uh, Let's celebrate. This sounds very German. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't an okay Friday if you read <laughs> history. Anyway, um, it is Easter and it is also April. So you might have seen uh, a announcement on April 1st that we just had. Uh, this one, of course, was a joke. You should know that by now. If you still think you should download uh, Grass Growing Simulator, just just don't. Yeah. <laughs> just. I hope oh, you enjoyed damn the it. ten hour that was live a joke. Stream. Yeah. Well, um, don't tell Benjamin because he had to play it for ten hours until he figured it out. <laughs> I mean, he, he's QA. He's supposed to. Yeah, he had to <laughs> test the game and see if it works. No, that was that was actually a cool thing. Um, there was also the Fortuna 75th anniversary yesterday. We yes. had no announcement yesterday because of April's Fool, obviously, and we didn't want people to think we are messing around with one of our uh, partners and friends. So the mod is already out. It came out on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah. So if you guys have no clue, go download it. It's a trailer. A cool one. I like it. Mm-hmm. And happy birthday, Fortuna. Yeah, 75 years. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. I hope I look that good when I'm 75. <laughs> but then again, I'm not a trailer. <laughs> and I'm something, something joke not. about corn and lots of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, well, I'm not that far away from 75 anymore. So oh, come on. Probably know soon. <laughs> wow. That's not true. More than halfway there. Yeah, 75 kilo. You're getting closer. Well, I'm definitely further away from 75 kilos than from 75 years of age, but that's a complete different story. Uh, well, so this podcast, again, will have 10 questions. Uh, let's, let's start with that, because uh, you guys liked it in the first podcast, and we didn't have it in the second podcast for obvious reasons, because we had to introduce Eleni to all of you. And now that she is here, we will do the 10 questions again. That also means that we are soon running out of questions. So please send us questions. You can send them via email, community at giants-software.com. You can send them to your ambassadors, of course. There are a lot of ambassadors out there. You can send them directly to us on Discord or wherever you like. But feel free to ask your questions and maybe, maybe we will feature them on the podcast. We can't promise, though. Depends on how many come. And, uh, well, quite frankly, what that question is. Because uh, we sometimes get questions that we just can't answer. And then why bother? Yeah. Well, let's get it going, huh? Yeah, we can. Okay. The first one is so, for Eleni. You, I give that one to you. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Eleni. So our first question is, uh, will they set up an office in the United States? Um, yes, uh, eventually. Um, 
I mean, I was brought on to help with the U.S. operations and stuff like that. So uh, down the line, when it's much safer to do so and for me to relocate to the future office, yeah, it's definitely happening. Um, currently, I'm just working from home. Uh, uh, but uh, we hope to open an office later down the line. So, yeah. yeah. In Chicago, that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that has already been announced um, like a year ago. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's almost two yeah, years ago. Yeah, it's been a while since it was first announced um, by Giants. But I'm here now, so hopefully we're able to do that down the line. The good news is people have not forgotten. I regularly get people asking about the Chicago office. And some people think by now it's already been opened. Well, it technically is because Eleni is here, so she is the Chicago office for now. Yeah, working from home, I am. As we all I do. am an office right now. You are an office right now. You are the entire team. Mm -hmm. Well, thing is, um, I think it's kind of obvious why we can't open the Chicago office right now, right? Yeah. Because we have to fly over to the United States to get this going. We can't fly over for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. So, the office is virtually there. Basically, Eleni working from home. Um, it will be physically there as soon as we can fly over. Mm -hmm. Everything is set up, um, as you can imagine, because we could start hiring people. So everything is set up in a way that Eleni will get money for this. She can do everything she needs to do. She just doesn't have enough office, which mm -hmm. is sad. But then again, Chicago is probably not that nice in March anyway, is it? Um, I don't know. I would think the snow would be dying out by now. So... I've never been to Chicago. Have you ever been to Chicago? I haven't. That's a good I just know that it snows. A, I know the winters can be really brutal. Um, so I know snow there can be like really, really harsh. But by now, I think it should be dying off. I, I believe yeah, so. Sure. All I ever know about Chicago is they make really good pizza. And that's an unpopular opinion. Yeah, that's and the second one is that Chicago is a lot of wind. Mm -hmm. I that's probably like one of the first things I plan on doing when I move there is just having a good deep dish pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Best best American pizza I ever had was in New York. Actually, mm. there is a pizza delivery service called NYPD, New York Pizza <laughs> Delivery. I that's loved cool. it. I had to order a pizza just because of the name. Uh -huh. They actually come in old cop cars. I'm not even that's kidding. That's awesome. <laughs> I've never heard <laughs> of that. It was the best experience I ever had. It was great. And just because of that, it was the best pizza ever. So mm. there I said it. <laughs> well, f f fair enough. So, anyway. uh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say, next question would be an interesting yeah, one. Back to farming simulator. If we can talk about the distribution between uh, PC and console players. And uh, that's a bit of a recurring one, Lars. Yeah, well, it's not that easy to answer. So, I mean, of course, we know the sales numbers. So we know uh, how many people, you know, uh, are there. But we, of course, don't know if is it still 50-50 playing now. So we can say that it's pretty much 50-50. 50% of our players are on PC. 50% of our players are on console. Uh, that does not include the Nintendo Switch. Because that's a different, different game version. So I'm talking about PlayStation, Xbox, and PC here. And PC includes Mac in this case. It is pretty much 50-50 from, from the sales figures. Uh, of course, we don't know if it's still 50-50 playing or if there are more PC players still there after three years now. Or more, maybe more console players. But yeah, 50-50 it is. That's a good so, ratio. Yeah. Do you want to do the next one? Uh, oh, one. That next one is a little bit of a boring one. So you might get too, Chucky. To <laughs> get that one first. Honestly, Why does my game... Huh? Oh, no. Go ahead. Read, read okay. the question. 
Why does my game keep crashing? Well, uh, that's uh, honestly, this is a, a question that has so many diff different answers. And I've just included it into this questionnaire because it came up a lot, like uh, like specifically for the podcast. People were like, can you talk on the podcast why my game keeps crashing? <laughs> and like um, doing customer support via podcast is a little bit hard. So um, I want to refer you guys to uh, farming-simulator.com. And up on top of the page, you find a little button called support. Click on that and get in touch with our support team. They can help you uh, get to the bottom of this, why your game keeps crashing. Be that on PC, be that on consoles. Um, I'll just add on that there's so many factors when it comes to a game crashing. Like, uh, Especially if you're on PC, um, it could literally just be anything that could be causing your game to be crashing. So it's definitely um, a better solution to just reach out to support so they can help you um, with everything you need. And help figure uh, help you figure that out for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. How should we know? I mean, how should we know what what's the issue? You know, we don't know what PC you have, what console you are on, whatever. It's just it's for us, except for the. I mean, there is the fact that we are a community team. We are not uh, tech experts. We do have tech experts, mm -hmm. but also we can't just solve these things. And that is one thing. Please keep in mind when you send in questions for this podcast. Make sure that these questions are well flexible enough for us to be answered if if it's to your specific problem we can't answer it if it's to future games we won't answer it if it's something like why is this great or why is this shit or why is this whatever what what are we supposed to say please keep your questions in a way that it's actually good enough for us to answer on a podcast and for people who have no idea what we are talking about to still understand what we are talking about okay that would be awesome but yeah, you have to do the next one as well, Chuck. Do I? Uh, Are you going to recruit agricultural consultants to move more towards realism? So, good news here, everyone. Getting my Professor Farnsworth out here. Um, we already have, like, I am very confident in saying that two-thirds of the con company have an agricultural background or some are actually are still... Uh, involved with farming in real life in various ways. Like, uh, we have a guy who practically collects chainsaws, which is forestry. And uh, I know Manu, for example, regularly helps out on the farm. Yeah, we have a lot of farmers or fans of farming. I don't think it's two-thirds anymore, as we hired a lot of people from the gaming industry lately. But it is still a lot of people with an at least an agricultural uh, background. And you need to have that in specific positions, obviously, because yeah. otherwise you probably can't do your job. So, yeah, we do, we have them, and we also, and that might be interesting, we also talk to a lot of people. We don't hire them necessarily. Like the Precision Farming Project, we work with John Deere. These guys are obviously uh, experts, you know. They are not part of Giants. They probably never will be because they are with John Deere. But we talk to them a lot, and they are not the only ones. We talk to a lot of experts on a regular basis to make sure that we get things right. Sounds good. I think that's solidly responded. Yeah. So The next one, actually, might be something that Eleni can say a lot about as well. Oh, the, the, the next two, actually. Let's start with that one here. Why does the game not have a split screen? I'm quite sure Eleni has seen that question a lot for her games uh, that you worked on before. Yeah. Chucky, you and me, we have seen it a lot as well. Yeah. Um, so. so the next question, why does the game not have split screen? Um just like back to our uh, crashing question, I mean, 
there's a lot of technical reasons why this can't work out. Um, it is a question that's like often asked, um, but instead of getting into the weed of things of how uh, game making works, it's just, it can be really difficult to implement, um, especially for a game like this. But if, you know, Chucky or Lars wants to expand on that, they definitely can. Yeah, well, you sure. pretty much said it all. I, I think, um, and this is me talking from my previous job as well, the, the times of split screen are pretty much over, unfortunately. Um, games get bigger. They need more power. Uh, having a game running twice on a console, because, you know, split screen is basically having the game running more or less twice, uh, it's just not feasible anymore. That doesn't work anymore. And I think that's sad, because some of my best childhood memories are GoldenEye four-player split screen on the N64. Mm. God, I love that. Oh, man. No the memories. Lars, Lar, stay in the present. Stay in the present. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I missed that. No, Pull him but, back. Um, Pull him back. Yeah. Eleni already said it. There are a lot of technical limitations. Um, so split screen is probably never coming back. Not, not only for us, but I don't see it coming back for, well, most of the games, really. Mm -hmm. There, there, there is still, still some, some niche games yeah. that have yeah. them, but we're talking like very low graphics and requirements games here. Not necessarily, but um, there are some games that are specifically made for split screen. Yes. Well. I'm thinking about Mario Kart. Right? Yeah. I would never say that is a, a low requirement game, but it is specifically make, made to work on split screen. And Farming Simulator is not a game that is made to work on split screen. Mm -hmm. Of course, we have multiplayer, and we think multiplayer is uh, one of the best ways to play the game because it's fun with friends, mm -hmm. but split screen is probably not coming. We don't know, though. Maybe tech just changes in the future, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, boom, it's there again. I would love it. but Yeah, yeah it would be pretty cool. So, next question next is, question. Uh, will the point of contact for the US player base change now that Eleni is here? Eleni? Yeah, that is a good question. Um, I don't want people to think that because I'm here that, you know, you, if you're in the US, you can only reach out to me. We can definitely all be approached. Um, but if you're in a US time zone, and Chucky and Lars are like in bed or, you know, off work, then yeah, it'd be the wise option to reach out to me instead. Um, that way you don't have to bother them when they're, you know, doing their own thing or in bed sleeping. Uh, yeah. If I'm online, you see me online, then yeah, you can reach out to me unless it's after hours and I'm just online because I'm playing something on Discord or whatever. But yeah, you can definitely reach out to me during, um, you know, American times. They will still reach out. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I did get some so, I did get some messages on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's just normal. I get them at 3 a.m. in the morning. Not mm. so many anymore. I guess you get most of them now. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think Eleni said it uh, pretty accurate. We are a team. You can talk to every one of us. Of course, there are a lot of benefits in talking to Eleni. Um, if you're in the US, time zones, her English is better than ours. And uh, there's one more thing. She speaks Spanish. So mm -hmm. if, if you're a Spanish speaker and you're not too confident in speaking English, you can totally talk to Eleni. You can also talk to me, but I don't understand a single word. So that would be just... <laughs> yeah, you can talk to Chucky or Lars and then they'll have to translate what they're saying to you. But uh, yeah, I do speak uh, Spanish. Um, I'm not going to set high expectations and say that I speak it well. Um, it is it, it was one of my first languages, but... Um, since I do speak English more, um, my Spanish isn't that great anymore, but I can still speak it and understand it and, you know, hold a conversation. So if you definitely need help in Spanish, you can reach out to me. 
And this is, I think, absolutely awesome because Spanish is big for us, right? Spanish, Brazilian, mm -hmm. Portuguese, of course. Um, we have a lot of uh, Brazilian players and so far a lot of them were not able to talk to us and I just hope mm -hmm. that they can at least more or less somehow talk to you <laughs> mm -hmm. because I definitely don't understand them. I just don't. And neither does Chucky because his Spanish is as good as mine. I can <laughs> order a pineapple juice. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I can say En la Frontera, which means at the border. That was um, the name of my Spanish book when I had Spanish in school. Mm. But that is so long ago that these are the only three words I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Quite useless. Um, anyway, let's get this one. Oh, I take that one. I love it. Uh, could giants partner with modders? So this is my chance to talk about the partner program. Because we get tons and tons and tons of applications for the partner program every day. And we have to reject like 95% of them. There are two things I need you guys out there to not only uh, understand, but also share with everyone who talks about it. First of all, the partner program, the Giants partner program, is an influencer program. It's made for YouTubers. It's made for Twitch streamers. It's made for all these people, content creators out there. It's not made for modders or for friends of Giants. Just because you are not in the partner program, it doesn't mean that we are not talking to you, that you are not a friend of us or anything. You are just not part of the influencer community part, which is the partner program. But you can be part of the modder part, which is the modding program or modder program, mm -hmm. right? Different things still there. Second, just uh, mentioned, if you think you can fit in the partner program, there is a website for that. You can check if we will accept you. It's not random. You can check if you have the points to be accepted in the partner program. If you are, we will accept you. If you are not, we will reject you. It's not, we are not checking your face or anything and deciding. It's just pure these numbers that we use. And it's a simple yes or no question, right? Mm -hmm. Super simple. That being said, though, um, we partner with a lot of models. We talk to a lot of models. We partner with a lot of models. And we try to make life easy for a lot of models. Even if sometimes it comes across as we don't. Um, but I can assure you that we spend a lot of time talking to mothers and making sure that they feel good. Doesn't always work, but we definitely do it. Um, and you can see it with things like Oxygen David, for example. Sh uh, shout out to that guy. Um, there was a bit of a hiccup in communication and he was angry and then everyone was angry. And it was just not cool. But now everything is fine again because we talk to each other. We are adults, most of us. Mm -hmm. And it worked very well. And I think we're going to have a feature of Oxygen David. Maybe it's already out when this podcast comes out. I uh, think it should be the, out by now. It should yeah. be out by now, yeah. For the Swiss Future Farm um, where Oxygen David was part of it. We really want to work with modders because we know that modders, first of all, love our game. Mm -hmm. Second, our players love mods. And third of all, we love all of this. So models are super important and we talk to them, but it's hard for them to get into the partner program because it is a influencer affiliate program. Okay. Yeah, modders, modders are separate from influencers, um, first of all. Uh, yeah, so people have this misconception that, you know, we can accept anyone or people just want to, you know, sign up just for the special plaque. Um, One thing we look at is, is, you know, if you have a following and you're actively involved in the farming simulator community and we see you're contributing with, you know, videos and, you know, spreading knowledge of the game, then we'll know that. Um, 
and we'll definitely consider it. But if, say, you're trying to get into, you know, becoming an influencer, then we can't accept you just yet. Um, We'll have to see that, you know, you have an an audience for sure. Yeah, you got to put on a bit of work. That, That being said, though, if you feel that you're a new upcoming influencer or content creator and you think we should uh, check out your channels, feel free to send an email to, to our community email address or participate in the contests we do. Like we do video contests like the one we just uh, did and that just finished last week, the Alp- Alpine um, DLC video contest. And everyone is invited to do these, right? If you feel that you're a great content creator, Feel free. We are still here. We are not only talking to our partners. We are talking to everyone who wants to talk to us. That's why we have Eleni on board, because two of us couldn't handle all of you anymore. So we needed a professional. So we got one. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Chucky's sitting there like, okay. (laughs) Thanks, I guess. Thanks, Lars. I I know our friendship has been worth a lot to you. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> no, know, you, you feel appreciated again. I'm, I'm actually really glad about uh, having you on board, Eleni. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, actually having somebody in the US time zone, like we said it in the earlier question, is going to be a really, really big boon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not only that, I realized over the last week, this is a little bit off topic, but why not? We are we are between us right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I realized, Nobody else is listening. No, exactly. I realized <laughs> in the last week or two when Eleni came on board, um, there are a couple of things that, that Chucky and I, because we are here for so long, um, I wouldn't say we forgot about them, but we just don't question them anymore. And then Eleni came in and was like, why is this like this? Why is this like this? Why is this like this? And just started bringing up these things again. And we made progress on things that I didn't think we would make progress anymore. And this is awesome. It's it's great to have someone new on board who's just coming in and going, guys, this needs to be done like that. And then we discuss it and we realize, yeah, there are things we can do that Chucky and me, maybe we have tried them years ago. Maybe we never tried them. Um, but with someone new on board, new eyes, I think that's mm-hmm. the English saying, right? New eyes. Um, in German, it would be new brooms, uh, clean well. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't it's know that hep- saying. Neue Besen kehren gut? What the hell? Um, yeah, I've never heard be, that it, one. Yeah. Basically, someone new coming in, seeing a lot of things, getting a lot of things done. And yeah, that's why I said we have a professional now. Yeah, I'm just here to help. (laughs) (laughs) We we all are. That's the good news. Mm -hmm. Um, Just just so we don't go too off topic, I want to loop a little bit back to the question. um, Because we talked a little bit about the partner program and why mothers can't be in it. Uh, I also want to stress that there is a mother program, a mother reward program. And it's fittingly called the ModHub Rewards Program which basically everyone who has uploaded a mod to the mod hub, which has been published, is eligible to it. So basically, um, anytime you download a mod from a modder, you support them, like financially. We give them money, and they can either have the money themselves, or they can donate it to a charity. And if they do, we double it. Yes. I just want to stress this uh, again. If you are a modder... While we're stressing things. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, if you're a mother and you go like, okay, I give the money I earn with the mod hub to charity, we will double that money and give it to charity. Which I think is kind of... That's cool. yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it absolutely is. There are a lot of cool things about Giants, and uh, I'm quite sure over the course of this podcast, not that one, but, you know, all the episodes we do, we will 
show you guys more behind the scenes and uh, talk about things that are super cool. But I think this is super cool. Mm -hmm. There, I said it. Um, let's go to the next question anyway. How do you plan to reconcile two populations? The one that requires more realism and the one that wants to stay in casual or arcade mode? Well, think mods. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, mods, game options. We have the toolset available in the game already that you can customize how the game is. Like, uh, if you want to be more realistic, you install Seasons, you install Precision Farming, you install whichever mod you feel makes the game more realistic. Because realism is always a little bit of a subjective thing as well. Uh, what's realistic for one person might not feel particularly realistic to another. But in the end, make the game however you want it. Yeah. That's why we kept the game that moddable. And also fun, right? What What is fun to one guy is not necessarily fun to another. Um, yes. It is a game after all, and it will always be a game. So it has to be fun, because people are playing it in their spare time. So we want it to be fun, and we want it to be easy to play. And Farming Simulator in itself is not an easy game, because farming is not that easy. So it's a complicated game already. Mm -hmm. If we have all the realism tools turned on by default and bring all of them in, this game is getting absolutely crazy for everyone who has no clue about farming. So we don't want that. We want the game to be at least easy to some degree, and then you can just flip switches and turn on more realistic things, like plowing, for example. You don't have to plow, but you can activate um, or lime and all these things, right? You can turn them on and off, and there are a lot of mods, like Seasons, you named it, um, also Mice Plus. Uh, there are millions, mm -hmm. and you can absolutely customize the game to do whatever you like it to be, but we will always make sure that it stays playable and fun but mm -hmm. also as realistic as possible usually with turning it on and off mm -hmm. i will say when i first started playing um i was happy to see in the settings that you could turn off certain features um to make it a little easier when you first start off uh so as a noob i was happy to see that and which is you know something i think is nice to see for people who are just starting off a game yeah and it also depends yeah. on on your age, basically. We shouldn't forget that this game is rated, I think it's E for everyone in America. It's uh, FSK 0 in Germany, which means that you can play it right after you are born, basically. Um, mm -hmm. Which doesn't make any sense, but you know what I mean. Like, we have three-year-olds playing with their, uh, with their parents, for example. And you can't have a super realistic game for them. They want to drive a big tractor and have fun on the field. Mm -hmm. They don't know, really don't know what they are doing, but they are having fun. And we want to make sure that this is still the case, even if there are high professional farmers playing our game and want a lot of realism. Everyone needs you know, it. You know what, Rim, what comes into my head when you said that was like the game grows with you. It like can. the older you get, the more uh, options you turn with it. Yeah, and if you're turn. good enough at one point, you can totally go to esports. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Ah, the last tournament was so good. Mm -hmm. oh, the next one is around the corner. Um, mm. One last thing about that question is I want to mention that um, we're not dismissing requests or feedback regarding realism. We're always like listening to feedback. Um, but as Lars said, there is different mods that you can add to your game that kind of caters to how you want to play. Um, so definitely give the mod hub a look and see a look see and see what you want to add to your game. Yeah. And there have also been mods that are now game features. And there have been, I think there have been game features that are now mods. Well, at least there have been tractors that are now mods. 
So sometimes we, of course, take um, the ideas you guys have, or we have our own ideas, there's already a mod, and then uh, we work on something similar and bring it into the game. So the game is evolving, and we will add more realism features as well. We did that with 19, mm -hmm. uh, as I said, Lime, for example. Um, and we will have more over time, but if they are complicated, there is, I'd say, a 99% chance that there is a switch to turn it off if you don't want it. If you don't like the more realistic, more complicated approach, you can turn it off. And I think that's super important so that everyone can have fun with it. Mm -hmm. There's no harm in having uh, switches to turn it on and off. No, definitely not. Talking about turning it on and off, would you would it be possible to add the special editions of tractors like the Blue Power from New Holland or the Black Beauty from Fend? We did that a lot. Yeah, there there are a lot of uh, special editions out there already. I remember the uh, the cow was it a Valtra cow edition? It was the Valtra, yeah. I think it was a Valtra cow edition. We had so many things. There are there are always special edition tractors that we have. There is a few on the mod hub, for example, like the Challenger with the snakeskin. Yeah. Which, you know, oh, that just looks really, really cool. So, yeah, we do that. I mean, we can't cover every special edition in the world. Uh, we probably don't even know about every one of them. And we need a license for that, right? Um... One thing that comes up a lot is why do you have that tractor from, for example, John Deere, but not that one? Or why do we have a European version, but not an American version? You might have seen that. And Elaine, you will see that question a million times, I promise. Mm -hmm. So um, here's an ex uh, explanation for that. It depends on what license we get. If we work, for example, with John Deere Germany and they give us the, um, the license for a tractor they use, that might not have the American. Uh, layout the american setup because we did not get the american license we got the german license it it always depends on the tractor it always depends on on a lot of things but the main reason why sometimes things are more european than american is because we are working with their european outlets and that's what they give us right or that's what we ask for as well um this is by the way why the fsl john deere team is a german team on the, on the world map because we work with John Deere Germany. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's not an American team. However, Corteva, for example, is a American team on the world map because we work with Corteva USA. Big difference. Um, and that is the reason why sometimes things are just not in the game or not the way in the game you would expect it because we got it from a different region. right? We always try to get as much in as possible and with the game growing, um, we will see it more often that we have more layouts for tractors, for example. However, it always depends on a tractor. There is no general rule like, oh, every tractor can be European and American now, or every tractor can have every special edition now. That's just not how it works because we have to negotiate for every single thing we do. Mm -hmm. right. Sometimes they love it, sometimes they don't. Well, the last okay. one. What are the next planned steps in the precision farming program? And as Chucky just dealt with that yesterday, well, when we record this yesterday, truly now, when you listen to it a couple of days ago, I'll let him answer that one. So um, the next plan steps for it is actually a pretty huge question. I don't know the release plan exactly. Um, but yesterday I took the feedback that you all wrote, like you sent us over the weeks that now Precision Farming is out, a lot of feedback 
compiled all of that into a very lovely, lovely document. And uh, we get we are getting now together. Well, our dev team is now getting together with the folks from EIT. And, and John Deere. And John Deere. Thank you. And we're going to make uh, some improvements to it and check what the next steps are for it. What exactly those steps are going to be, can't yet tell. And when are they going to happen, we can't yet really say either. Yeah, but we are still working on it. I mean, we announced it as a two-year project. And uh, it's very well on the way. So precision farming is getting a lot of uh, nice updates, but it will take some time. And your feedback definitely helps. Yep. Talking about that, as we are done with questions, time to put a little bit of pressure on Eleni. If you have ideas or feedback, send it in, in Spanish, to Eleni. In English to all of us. In German, not to Eleni, please. Um, yeah, please Feel don't. free to contact us. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the things you need to understand, guys, is the community team is here to listen to you. We are your representatives in Giants. So feel free to send us your feedback. Feel free to send us your concerns. Just... Don't be a dick about it, you know? There are people sending their concerns and it's just a, a rant telling us that we all suck. That just doesn't help. But if you have uh, good criticism, if you have good feedback, if you have anything, send it to us, really. We take it to the developers and you are taken serious. Every one of you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bit of good faith can always go a long way. Exactly. And if you check out the games that we have released so far, you will see that a lot of community feedback made it into the game. And now we are here. Now we are three. That means um, we are even able. We are able to read to uh, read through. My God, my English just my English left. The I'm podcast. so glad that we always have these little evidences that this is a one take podcast. <laughs> it actually is a one take podcast. That's why uh, sometimes it sounds weird. But we really don't want to uh, artificially, you know, create this podcast. It's just us going sitting together talking today. about things. I'm yeah, proud. I'm going for all the hard work. <laughs> Next podcast is in German. Uh, no, it won't. It won't, it won't be. Uh, we really want this to be a sit together and talk about things uh, podcast mm-hmm. so that you guys get the most honest answers we can give you because they are not prepared. It's just us talking. And I hope you can hear that. And I totally forgot what I was talking about. But anyway, your feedback is uh, valued. Send it in. Thank you. Yeah, I think that was it for our questions. Yeah, we, we, I mean, there would be more questions if we were to look, but honestly, at some point, we need to make a cut, because otherwise, we, we, we'll have it like the first podcast, which went to 15 minutes, and we, we kind of want to avoid 15-minute podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we aim for like half an hour a little bit. We are a little bit over half an hour now. Remember when we wanted to do 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah, that was the, the plan was, let's have a 15-minute podcast, and then we started recording, and it was the exact same one-take thing, and it was like... 58 minutes or something we're like oh well but it was fun let's keep it that way um so now we aim for 30 minutes but i think having 10 questions are great you know yeah i think i think it's really cool like we said in the beginning if you want to have your questions featured on this podcast send them to us either via email community at giants-software.com send it to our social media we're on facebook twitter uh, Instagram, make a YouTube comment um, or send it to one of your ambassadors if you don't speak English and somehow have gotten a transcript. Um, you can even TikTok us. There, I said it. You can even TikTok us. Yes, you can. And uh, by the way, is giants-software.com is that something you would say, Eleni, or should we say something different? Because that is very German again, isn't it? 
Um, is it Giant's Dash software or something? Yeah, I would say Dash. I mean, Minus works too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So people so understand what we are saying at the email minus- somewhere. <laughs> just want to make sure that, you know, people are not like, what are they talking about? And then just send it to Giants.com or something. And then some random esports organization in Spain gets it. <laughs> so, so do you remember? Do you remember like a few months ago when this giant software or just giant GmbH company here in Germany sent us a Facebook message being like oh you released a new DLC we know because we get a ton of calls about it and I was like, yeah. I was like so I'm so sorry that this happened please uh feel free to redirect them here if you want to that would be so swell this was amazing yeah we are giant <laughs> software we are not giant software we are not giant we are not uh, giant gaming as I said this is an esports organization in Spain I'm not even kidding uh, we are giant software guys. Giants-software.com. Cool. But I think that's it for the podcast. Anything else you guys would like to add? Eleni? Uh, no, that's it. That's it. Chucky? I like pancakes a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew why I thought about asking you. Anyway, guys. You wanted something added? Yeah, I kind of regret this. Anyway, um, Ooh, thanks everyone for listening. It was fun again. We will be back in, well, it depends on when you're listening to this, but you will be back in two weeks. The next scheduled release is in two weeks. Exactly. Um, have a lovely Easter, because uh, this podcast will be released on, as we said, Good Friday. So Easter is ahead of you, at least if you are listening to it right away. If you didn't, well, sorry, then I hope you had great Easter. Mm-hmm. Have a fantastic time. Stay safe, everyone, and uh, talk to you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Happy Easter. Bye.